You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hey everybody, Boss Man here. Do you like golf? And do you like 10K? And do you like drinking during the daytime? And raising money for charity. If you like all of those things, then you should play in the second annual 10K Invitational Charity Golf Tournament at Victory Links on Monday, August 22nd. It is our second tournament ever hosting a golf tournament. We had the last one last year at Bunker Hills, uh, and we're going to do it at Victory Links this year. It's 110 per player. That does include cart, range, golf, 18 holes of golf, of course. Uh, there's going to be a soda stick golf towel. It's going to also include dinner at CRS Sports Bar afterwards. Um, you're going to have the opportunity to win prizes. So if your team does well, unlike us last year, we took last place last year. So tough look for us. But if you do place well on both net or gross scoring, you get some prize money. And the best part about all of it is all the money goes to Give 16, which is Jason and Carly Zucker's charity, providing programming for the Masonic Children's Hospital of the University of Minnesota, as well as funding their awesome Zucker family broadcasting suite. So if, once again, you like us, you want to support us, you want to support Give 16 and play in a fun golf event, go to our website, 10ktakesmn.com. There's a link for the 10K Invitational. You can sign up your team there. It's a four-person scramble. And or if you are an organization or company, there's a link within that page to sponsor the event. All sorts of prices, all sorts of different things you get with it. I know our partners last year were very happy with the way it turned out, and they had a lot of fun. So once again, go to 10ktxmn.com. Register for the tournament soon. The spots are filling up. We're getting like a team a day. So you guys got to register now. Get your team together. Just get your rich guy who has rich parents to to fund it and to front the money, and then Venmo him like half of it the day of. That's that's the way I do it. And another fun caveat: the one and only Jason Zucker will be there, so it's going to yes, be a blast. Yes, he's not playing because of his injury, but him and Carly will be riding around, mingling with the people, which is even better because everyone's going to get the chance to talk to him. You know, unlike if he was playing, you might not be able to see him if you tee off at separate holes. So, anyways, go to our website, sign up for the tournament. We'll see you there. On today's episode of It's a Bit, we're going to go over our bits of the week and end the show with ranking the best Minnesota sports jerseys. For whatever reason, jerseys is a very it's a very controversial topic, especially around Minnesota. Every time we put out content around it, it uh, people don't like it. So we're going to do it today, but all that and more on It's a Bit. This is the It's Bits podcast presented by 10,000 Takes. Burgeoning empire called 10,000 Takes. This is the It's a Bit podcast featuring boss man, wags, and journalist Jake. Journalist Jake's a bitch, motherfucker. Hey, you know those guys that do 10,000 Takes? They do some funny bits, right? They're good. They're funny dudes. Yeah. 10,000 Takes. You're hanging with the number one podcast in the Twin Cities. It's a bit with 10,000 Takes. Last name ever, first name greatest. Like a All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of It's a Bit, presented by 10,000 Takes. My name is Boss Man, joined by Wags journalist Jake. Gents, it's 3M Open Week, the official 3M Open PGA Tour golf tournament, the only one that comes to the state of Minnesota every year. We're fucking fired up. And we're golf guys, too. 
So right. we're extra fired up because 3M plus me and Golf Guys. Go check out uh, it's on Spotify right now. Go check out Golf yeah, Guys or Apple Music or everywhere. YouTube as well. <clears throat> yeah, the music video. Well, we wrote an official song, so it's only fitting that we're at the one of the biggest uh, PGA Tour events in the world in at Minnesota. the 3M Open. Nope, beyond Minnesota. Nope, it's the, one of the biggest ones in the world. And we're going to be there because we are the golf guys. Who are who are like the top people participating in the 3M? So there's Tony Finau. He's a popular one. Uh, Ricky Fowler, who is fighting for Ooh. his tour card right now. But he's sexy. But he has he, like I was like looking him up. Uh, I don't know. I was on Instagram or I follow him on Instagram. He has like two million followers still. So he's still a popular man. Oh yeah. But yeah, Ricky Fowler. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama. Hideki Matsuyama. Even though he did agree to go to the Live Tour, or was technically, that, I think that was just rumored. I thought. Yeah, so it was rumored. There's so many guys but, who were rumored. Ricky was also rumored. He stayed. So I, I heard every golfer's name about twice at this point that they're going to join the Live Tour. Yeah, yeah, including Cameron Smith who and Charles Barkley. Yeah, Charles Barkley. What's going on with no, that? No, but the funny thing is about golf guys. Shout out to Marlo for making the album cover. I wanted him to specifically rip off the logo that the Live Golf Tour uses to be golf guys, and he nailed it. So like, fuck the Live Tour. But also, if the Live Tour came to Minnesota, I wouldn't complain. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd join the Live Tour to, to pay for Bond. I would as well. Oh yeah, because I'm going to be going to jail for what would we what would we be going to jail for? Uh, public drunkenness at the yeah. 3M Open. Yeah. yeah, pissing or throwing up say, in public. Yeah, you might you yeah. might get a sexual. Uh, pr- what's like the what's the blue square you get put on your house if you pee in public? Is it the sexual offender? Yeah, card? yeah, you could be a sex offender. Public piss in public. Yep, but you it seems pretty easily easy to join the live tour now. So I guess right. I'll just uh, do that to. And guess what, Bond. Greg? Greg Norman, the Masadis, man, they don't care about your uh, your your record. No, they don't care. And as long as you wear a fancy polo that makes you look pro, I mean, then you're <laughs> then you're good to go. That's it. That, uh, that's that's the key to success. So golf guys on YouTube right now. Yes. If you're going to be, at, I know uh, Jake has a bit around it, but if you're going to be at the 3M Open this week, we're going to be there all fucking week, Wednesday through Sunday. Thanks to Great Uck Vodka for giving us passes for the week. We're going to be doing some content with them. Actually, if you're there on Thursday. Look out for us. Jake will reveal what we'll be wearing. But uh, mm-hmm. we're going to be there Thursday outside of the Great Oak Tent interviewing people on golf trivia questions. Very weird questions out there around the game of golf. It could be with clubs, people, history. And if you guess it right, you get a free drink at the Great Oak Tent. We have 20 gift cards to give away that Great Oak gave us. So. Oh, were they were they twenty dollar gift cards or they're just they're no, like I, just gift I, cards? Twenty single okay. drink gift cards. Okay, but that's but like I take that. If like, you know that's how expensive drinks are at sporting events, that's a pretty good value for just answering a question right from an idiot in a suit. Get a Bomba Pop. It has like, to be yeah. one of the best beverages around, especially at the Bomba. You mean Bomba Juice? Bomba Juice. You know, but I like Bomba Pop, like Bomba though. Pop. It's kind of cool. We, we should that's run that by That's what we call it, I feel like, internally. You got yeah. a Bomba Pop? Bomba yeah. Pop. It's no. like your grandpa would be like, back in my day in the 50s, we'd go get a burger and a Bomba Pop. Like, yeah. <laughs> Shut Bomba up. Pop. Shut up, grandpa. Did it have alcohol in it? Yeah. But, Shut up, Boomer. Yeah, look for us Thursday. I mean, look for us all weekend. We'll be there all day, every day. But Thursday specifically, we'll be wearing special costumes and interviewing the fans on how much they know about golf for the chance to win free booze. Must be 21 we, to enter. Yes. Or, I, I guess, we're or, not going to ID you before. If you, yeah, if you have a fake ID, then. <laughs> I, I don't care. I mean, I'm pretty Allegedly. sure. Well, Grey Duck doesn't have, like, non-alcoholic beverages, right? Like, their whole point is that they're an alcohol mm. company, yes. right? Yeah. Great Uck was very nice for giving us the passes, so please don't come up to us if you're not 21 years of age. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Uh, but it's it's on you. 
the law is. Are we, we going to have to ID hands. people when they come no, up to no, us? No. Nope. Okay. That's the bartender's job. Because right? I think they do ID at the, okay. at the bar. And we're not professionals. Yep. I, I probably couldn't tell a fucking crayon drawing ID from mm-hmm. a real one. I don't, exactly. know, I don't know what to look well, for. Hold on. If you were under 21, you could still win the ticket and then sell it for like half the price of a drink. Correct. There. Correct. You could. That is legal tender. So someone, a fan listening to this who is under 21, could come up with some sort of business proposition or business idea and take advantage of us and our gift card uh, and our gift card. Uh, they have Shake Shack at, at 3M. I love oh, Shake wow. Shack. I always that's remember right. that's where I always go to eat. I always go to Shake Shack. So what you could do is you could trade me your card for some Shake Shack. I'll give you the Shake Shack. You give me the liquor. I'll drink. I won't eat. And then I'll pass out. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the first time I'm going to like a PGA like tour event. Do they have like indoor bathrooms there? Or are they just gonna have millions of porta potties? Millions of porta potties. Okay. Yep. I kind of figured. But I think they have like uh some indoor areas like like 3M, like 3M has their own buildings that they yeah. want to ex- like show their their brand, their like products convention and stuff. centers, convention center, like, like yeah, businesses will tents. set stuff up. They'll give you free stuff. It's, yeah, it's a great place to cool down. It's gonna mm-hmm. be a hot week. It is. Oh, yeah. So it's great going in that tent and just literally walking around to get some air conditioning. Especially, we'll get into it with Jake's bit once again. But uh, <laughs> oh. with, with what we'll be wearing, uh, we'll just say that we're gonna need the tent. But you know what? Let's just get into that now with bit of the week, Jake. Uh, what's your bit? Well, my bit's the caddy bit, okay? So the caddy bit is when you dress up like an actual legitimate professional caddy when you're not actually a professional caddy, but it makes you feel like a professional caddy, so you fit in with the so uh, said event much more. So we got professional, I should say professional caddy, custom caddy uniforms made strictly for us, and we'll all be in these caddy suits on Thursday, uh, interviewing people like we mentioned and everything like that. We have. Can we uh, give a quick shout out to the person who sent us the the caddy outfits? The uh, yes. Yeah, so we have. Oh. There we go. There we go. We got a card. We, we got a card. <laughs> this is what J- Bossman was grabbing. So it's caddyuniform.com. Pretty straightforward. www.caddyuniform.com. <laughs> we needed this the is card. Where we for got that. our caddies made but honestly like they look legit they're like the white they almost look like white you know painter uniforms but you get like the patches you can put on the back where you put it on the last name except it's going to either say gray duck or 10k takes for us and they have like the front patch with either a gray duck spirits logo or 10k logo but in general you got to love this bit we never done this bit before i think it's very fitting for us to dress up like an actual caddy because everybody dresses up whether they go golfing or they go out to these PGA events, they dress up as they are a golfer with the polo, the nice shorts, the nice pants. No one ever dresses up like a damn caddy. Caddies are people too. We forget about it. Yes. The caddies deserve, they get 10% of the winnings from every golf tournament. So if you're making $4 million in a golf tournament, that guy's pocketing four hundred k. Must be nice. Right. So we're going to be dressed up as caddies. And specifically for those of you that are golf guys, these aren't just any caddy suits. They're actually like the master style ones. Yes. So they're all white with green patches. The green patches have the 10K logo, the Grey Duck logo. They have numbers. I think the number that our friend got us are 52, 69, 69. and uh, I don't remember the 25. Or 22 like for 22. RIP Kevin Fiala. Yes. So, yeah, the, the green and white ones. But look for us on Thursday. We're going to be wearing the caddy outfits by the Grey Duck tent, interviewing people. If you want a chance to win a free drink, come find us. You won't be able to miss us. No, people don't. People don't wear. Okay, like you go to like Viking games, right? Like Mm. one in every twenty people is going to be wearing a costume and looking like an idiot. Golf is not a sport like that. It's a gentleman's sport. Yeah, most people wear polos, nice shorts, pants. If you're a tryhard, 
And if you wear golf cleats to a golf tournament, you're a tool. But we're going to be wearing caddy suits. We're going to stick out like a sore thumb. So you, you shouldn't have a problem finding well, us. Well, and these caddy suits are such high quality where I feel like if you like you could walk onto the course and like if you acted like you were supposed to be there, yep. no one would push you Don't away. Don't act nervous. Yep. Literally just walk out there with the flagpole or with, with some clubs. Just some random clubs you bring from home. You might be able to be out there for 10 minutes you could basically do what the clay uh clay thompson impersonator did oh yeah yeah, yeah. you finally got kicked out yeah, yeah. like last we got there early enough at like 6 30 and and like if we didn't have passes which we do thank you gray duck um we probably could just walk yeah i'm one of the caddies uh yeah you're not supposed to enter here well the player's entrance and also they don't wear these suits every tournament mm. it's really just only the masters these days where you see these suits out so i think if we saved them for the masters we might get away with it we oh, you know we have oh, to wow. wear with these like i know it's not like a 10k brand item but like you know those like uh minnesotan golf hats that's maybe it was i have stick? one that says minnesota, minnesota stick oh yeah master style that yeah. would be perfect for the, oh, yeah, the caddy suit. you might have to do that i'm gonna be wearing that one yeah i do not have one of those but we already planned out his outfit for wow. thursday yeah. we did it wow well now you so what, hat, what hats are you guys gonna wear Oh, maybe a 10K hat, the one I'm wearing now, or... Maybe the cock hat. It's nice and white. The cock hat. Yeah. Yep. The cock hat. Maybe, cock yeah. Waggle. I mean, because the waggle, you got to wear waggle hats, or the soda stick, Minnesota-branded-themed golf hats. It's yep. not better than that. I want to say, though, that this is looking better, looking like pro caddies is better than looking like a Cameron Smith wannabe wearing the pants and everything that we ran into playing golf yeah. on Sunday, right. who couldn't hit more than maybe 20 yards off the tee box. Also, if you're looking for someone to root for this weekend, how about you root for the sponsorship sponsorship exempt Marty Fish, the local Minnesota guy. So if you guys don't know, every PGA event, if a sponsor like 3M puts on the event, they actually get to pick two players who don't have PGA Tour cards to basically play in the tour event. And uh, the 3M picked Marty Fish, local Minnesota guy, former pro tennis player. Apparently, Jack Nicholas said the greatest non-professional golfer to ever play the sport really whoa, whoa that's that, true yeah actually that, that said happened. that yeah that's so, crazy so uh we'll be rooting for marty we dm'd him he said uh you know appreciate y'all coming out to support i'll need it so uh i think he tees off on what on thursdays at nine nine oh two nine like nine oh two pretty yeah. early in the morning follow marty give him give him the love dude we don't have very many minnesota he, guys in golf so. i saw he's gonna be the first ever person to play professional tennis and professional golf too mm-hmm. so shout out to marty fish to uh, marty. wouldn't that be insane if he won you never know. Well, yeah, that'd yeah. be crazy. Uh, well, I mean, I that's a very like a miracle. But Jack, like if you just like you know, if we do 10k full time, you open up a little bit more free time, you start grinding at golf again. Maybe one day uh, we'll select you. Sponsorship know. exempt. I know that they do a a celebrity pro am tournament on Wednesday. I know like Riggs and Frankie from Barstool are playing in that. Now I remember last year specifically when we were at the 3M, we said we're going to do two things. A, we're going to go all week next next year, which we are doing, and B. We want to get some sort of partner or sponsor to help help us pay for it, which we also did. Shout out to Grey Duck. So we did both the things we said we were going to do by this year. Now, I think it's going to be maybe tough next year, the year after. I don't know. I think it's a good goal that we someday get an invitation to play in said Pro-Am. We get, we get to play in, on Wednesday. I think that's the next step for us as a brand is to get invited to one of these Pro-Am tournaments because we are Minnesota boys. How come they're not going to And we're also golf guys. And we're golf guys. I mean, it's, there's proof on YouTube and yeah. Spotify and Apple Music. We can officially put in any of our social media bios, professional Pro-Am golfer. <laughs> or could. Like I mean, that. yeah, you could. But that, well, that, that basically means you are the Am, though. They don't know that. <laughs> when you write pro am, how do they know that? I don't know. Uh, Who cares? Okay. Well, anyways, yeah that that's that's the goal by next year. But uh, we'll uh, we'll be out at the uh, what tomorrow for the practice round for the for the pros and the pro am for the pros mm-hmm. and the ams. I'm not quite sure how they're doing it, but the ams. We're looking forward to the three m. All right, Wags, what do you got for a bit? 
I got a betting guy, and this is kind of when you tell everyone to put a lot of money on a very specific bet, and then it hits afterwards, and you feel like a G. As many of you know, we have our own um, betting show on KFAN uh, every single Sunday at 1 p.m., but sometimes the time changes. And I told everyone to put, like, I'm pretty sure I said put your life savings on Juan Soto to win the home run derby at plus 600. And he fucking hit it, and I was yeah. going ecstatic. I won a lot of money last night. Did you guys do okay in the derby? Did you bet mm. at all? I didn't I didn't bet on it at all, no. I uh. Well, let me see what I had I went here. So I, hard betting on golf this weekend that I like just needed to take a take a day off. I bet I did bet on it. I think I had so I had somebody who did I have here? I had Kyle Schwarber over fifteen and a half, and then Julio Rodriguez over four hundred sixty five and a half home runs. And he or no. Say, oh, no. That's a lot of home Longest runs. Longest home run in terms of yardage. <laughs> 465. Yeah, shit. 465 and a half yards, and he hit a 463 yarder. Oh, that sucks. But, but, you, you but Kyle Shorebord did hit over 15 and a half. You didn't runs. go for straight winner, though? Nope, I did not. What was, yeah. what was the meme of the guy who was like closing his eyes and focusing? Did you guys see that? Who was who that? Was that a Mets guy? Who was like this? Dude, I saw so many memes last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. Oh, also shout out to the Dodgers fans for getting in a full blown fist fight during the home run derby. We can't. Mm-hmm. Ha- we can't have anything at Dodger Stadium. We can't even have All Star Weekend at Dodger Stadium. No. No. I mean, it's it's a it's a notorious place to play, and they just look like idiots. They're literally fist fighting like yeah. three row. I don't know if it was over a ball or over a girl or over some drugs, but there was a lot of guys from LA fist fighting. It was each probably other. about everything. Everything above. Well, and Jake, do you really could? Do you have a chance to choose flat out winner? Like like when you're doing your parlay or no? I don't think I, I did not maybe? see that on Price Picks. Damn. Okay, because I say you and AJ didn't take my advice. No one took a straight up winner in Juan Soto. I think you could on Better Edge, but I did not take a straight up winner because I didn't want to. I didn't want to fuck with that. But uh, I did. You know, I had a little action on it. But like I do almost every other parlay bet, one barely misses. True. So. And I also like the funny thing was like I pretty much like. I just chose like the person with the fourth best odds. I was like, you know what, Juan Soto could do this. I had no thinking behind Juan it. Juan Soto, so yeah, yeah, five hundred million dollar swing, didn't he? Well, yeah, a five hundred million dollar yeah, deal, like four hundred and forty million dollar deal. Yeah. Like how? Yeah, I, I don't think I would never take the person who like is like first leading in odds. It's like that's just too obvious in a in a competition like the home run derby, where there's not, it's not like the World Series. Like they're not always they're not out there trying their ass off. Someone's they're having fun ultimately now. So it's like take take. I, I I agree with that logic. And wasn't um, the previous winner was um, gosh, wasn't it like Peter Alonso? Didn't he win like the last two, or years? whatever his name? Yeah, like the last two years. I don't know. All I know My is that run, like he yeah. was like literally um, deadlifting right before the event, trying to get that pump in. Yeah, but that's yes. just gonna make you tired. That's I feel like I that my legs would be shot by the time I go up there. The home run derby is all about it's all about like conditioning and how long you can last, right? Because you get tired, dude. It's it's like, but athletes are different, man. They're psychos. I can't remember Built who, different. Can't remember who was telling us, but they were saying that like a lot of NHL hockey players after the game will like ride the exercise bikes until they're tired because mm-hmm. they're not tired enough from the game itself. It's. I honestly wouldn't doubt it now that you say that. But yeah, the home run derby tradition unlike any other, and also people forget that the All Star Weekend was at Target Field one time. That was kind of cool. One year, two thousand eight, yeah. fourteen, fourteen. Yeah, the, they didn't even have a Target yeah. Field yet. What are you thinking? I don't know. Oh. No, it was here. Was that not tar- an 08. Was that, no, not an 08. No, not but an 08. It, was in, it was in 14. Yeah. Like 2014. Yeah, we, gra- we graduated high. We didn't have money yet, or else I would have been there. Were you yeah. there? No. We yeah. had, you had your daddy's money. I had my daddy's money, but I wasn't able to go there because I was at the law firm. I went in 2014, <laughs> dude, and uh, I sat 
So uh, one of my friends, stepdad's is a doctor, and, and uh, he had season tickets right along the third baseline in the second row. And I actually got to sit there for the celebrity softball game. I was like 10 feet away from Larry Fitzgerald. Adrian Peterson played that year. Nice. Rob Riggle, Justin Bieber was there. You got to see the Rob Riggle I got in to see person. The, the Rob Riggle. He's tall, man. Same, not as tall as Larry, Larry Fitzgerald. but uh, <laughs> dude, whenever, I, whenever I see Rob Riggle, I just burst out laughing. He's just funny to yeah. look at, you know? He's a former Marine, his, like, too. He's yeah. always like angry in movies. It's mm-hmm. just yeah. hilarious. But in the funniest way yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah right i want right. to punch your mouth hole all right well while, while we're sticking to sports um i have the rookie fan bit so we went to the loons game actually only my second loons mls soccer game on saturday and you saw jake do let's get sexy and quite possibly the most awkward fashion in <laughs> let's get sexy history i thought the soccer fans would be behind it they nope. were not they, those motherfuckers chant the entire game yeah. but during this one well actually jake decided to do it when a guy was like dead on the field yeah but it was like the only time they that got the stretcher out for this guy it wasn't no he got up but they were out there a while it uh, did look i mean he yeah, timing must have been a factor it yeah but it's like there we were thinking about like how are we going to do this like they're this chanting and the, they're banging on the drums the whole time so i'm like we got to do it now i know there's a player on the field but like yeah, he's they, fine they, he's not unconscious they chant during the entire game so yeah you have to do it when someone gets hurt it's like that's sorry funny that you were waiting pretty and, like, disrespectful but it's hilarious you guys are waiting for like the proper moment to do it that's kind of funny but it's it's crazy like how i mean it's it's been awkward at every other sporting event and you know and people do get a little annoyed but people there's some people that got into it at other sporting events no one got into it the loons game like Not you can look on the video person. everybody was just trying to either look away from me or were giving me, you know, daggers. Mm-hmm. And we're just very upset. So that was kind of one half of the rookie sport sporting event. But because we were, you know, we're not soccer guys and we're very new to this environment, uh, you know, during every sporting event, there are times where you get up to take a piss, to get some food, to get some drinks, to meet up with friends, to, you know, go do a smelling salt and then get yelled at later for it. Um <laughs> This time it was just to go across the stadium to the brew hall or the brew. Is that what it's called? The brew hall at uh, yep, on the other yeah. side. We decided to do it during fucking halftime, which is the only break of a soccer game. Mm-hmm. And it was a clusterfuck getting through that stadium. And I remember thinking to myself, we decided to leave our seats and go check out this brew hall in the only break of the game. And we're not even like big soccer fans. I mean, yeah. we were watching, we were pretty invested in the game more than I thought we were going to be. And we still decided to wait until halftime like it was a playoff hockey game. Oh, yeah. Like if it was the Premier League, that's one thing. But you guys are watching the MLS. You guys could have definitely left during the first or second half and just checked out the rest of the stadium while the game was going yep. on. Yep. I know. Be- I don't... Because guess what? The concourse is dead during the rest of the game. Mm. Absolutely dead. Yeah, it was. Uh, that was one of the worst like concourse experiences I ever had. It was just, I don't know if it's just not... I don't think they were very wide, but it was like it was like people had no idea where they were going. It didn't seem like there was a lot of stream. People didn't get right. I don't know if like there was a lot of Europe, European kind of style roadway traffic thing going on. Like we're we're still in the states. I know this is a big European sport, but if you're on the right side, you go this way. You know what I mean? Yeah, you there's know? a flow of traffic. There's a flow a of traffic. Wasn't the Metrodome concourse like famously bad? Or what? Which Minnesota sports stadium am I thinking of that was like famously terrible? Or was it U.S. Bank? Where people U.S. Bank you, stadiums? But is, is this kind of brutal? Okay, yeah, so it's, yeah, it's really packed. But, but but it, at least there's at least a flow of traffic at like, U.S. Pe- Bank like Stadium. People know if I'm going this way, I'm gonna stay on the right side of everyone at, else. At, at Allianz, it was like people were walking on the wrong side of traffic and everything. It was like it was 
it was really strange. Because they're not real sports fans. Yep, they show nope. up to their soccer but, games. And but, this, nope. but this all goes back to my yep. fucking bit of being a rookie at a sporting event and thinking that you're the only guy who had the idea to get out of his seat. At the one half, the one break of the game was, was when we thought we were so smart to get out of our seats and go check out another part of the stadium. So... Also, I want to point out the fact that uh, shout out to Tyler from Better Edge for giving us tickets down to the, I think it was the third row, second mm-hmm. row, right right in the corner. Those were nice seats. Where uh, the loons were defending the second half and uh, all of the substitutes for the, the DC for DC United were like warming up. I, for, I, I didn't realize like during soccer games, these guys could get subbed in at any point. So they got to be running the entire time. I mean, mm-hmm. they're doing they're doing high knees, butt kicks. They have a strength coach who just looked pissed off. Wearing their construction vests. Yep, yep. And these poor guys oh. worked for an hour, for a couple hours straight, and didn't even get to play. So we got to witness that that uh, that piece of the game. We saw that quote unquote soccer guy, that strength coach who just his calf muscles were like like veins popping out. He had the hairstyle like if you saw him on the street. You'd be like that guy plays soccer. That guy plays professional soccer. Oh, what, what what hairstyle just says soccer? If you don't mind me asking, there's just kind of like, like a flow. But but I picture hockey. Is there something? Is it like a European flow? It, it, yeah. it had a European. There, it, it's, it's not a flow that goes straight back. It's a flow that goes sideways. It kind of goes sideways. Okay. You could tell. And then there was the guy. There was like the white dude over there. That were like, this is like FIFA <laughs> yeah. custom player player four, yeah. <laughs> default player four. There, there was a guy who did not look like a soccer guy. It looked like more of a baseball guy. Just kind of stuck in the middle of him. Oh yeah. yeah. Then there was that guy that should have probably played. Probably be playing tight end in football. Yeah, he was huge. That guy, like a brick shit house. Yes. He was yeah. massive. I don't know why he wasn't in the He's game. Like seven feet tall. I'm yeah. like, if this guy ran at me full speed, if I had a soccer ball, I'd be terrified. I'd, I'd be running the other way. Dude, I'd be curious to like know how much these guys are getting paid in the MLS. Because I know in, in Europe, they're getting paid like the most money out of every sport that has ever, ever existed, right? So I want, are these MLS guys doing good? I'm going to look it up right now. Average they, MLS contract. So, I mean, we, need, we need Cam back about 500k. Oh, that's yeah, that's I fantastic. Would, yeah. I was that's saying they're, st- they're yeah. still making six figures. It's probably yeah. nothing compared to Europe, but like these guys are still well off. Well, yeah. Well, there's a couple. There's a couple uh, European players in the Premier League who have come over to MLS, kind of in a similar live tour situation. I'd imagine where money trumps all. I wonder what they were making. Like Ibrahimovic, I remember when he came over. That yeah. played for the Galaxy. That was a big. What deal. about Beckham, dude? I wonder David how much he Beckham. got paid. To oh, play he for made. Them. He probably made a lot because he was the only thing that probably put the MLS on the map. Like, well, well, I wouldn't be surprised if they gave him equity in the team to play. Who did we figure out was coaching DC United now? Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney. No way. Yeah. yeah. I yes. And like everybody. Yeah. So like, I'm not a big soccer guy, but like everyone knows that. who I'm he like, is. I'm yeah. like, I know who fucking Wayne Rooney is. Yeah. Like, I mean, growing up watching all the World Cups, seeing the US play UK, he was always like the star in the in the UK. Wayne Rooney. I mean, Wayne Rooney. Gosh, yeah, are you just expecting him to be like, yeah, in Europe somewhere yeah, coaching, nope. not not the DC? Well, I, and I think when he when he stopped playing in the Premier League, um, I think he be finished off his last two years of his career or something at DC United. Like he was playing for the, and the MLS has become like the, the, uh, I don't know, the misfit league for, for washed up really good players. Like I guess Lionel Messi is going to be, he's going to finish up his time in Barcelona or whatever. And then he's going to finish up his career in like Miami. Dude, you just search Wayne Rooney on Google and four separate news stories pop up that have happened in the last day on him. Like this dude is apparently extremely famous yeah he's, he's very popular i mean wayne rooney's move to u.s is devastating to colleen well and his, t- his team is dog <laughs> shit too dude. They, i i remember they worse uh, than the loons 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. They were like, pretty bad. I think the loons beat them three to zero. Loons are pretty two good zero. though, right? Like in the MLS. they're okay. Yeah, they're not bad. They're I, above five hundred. I think they're yeah. They're above five hundred. They're sitting around third to fourth place in the conference. I think top eight make the playoffs. So. Like I, I don't, I don't think the DC United even had five shots. Against the against the like on net they they had they had quite a bit of shot attempts. I I know shot attempts is a big statistic in soccer because the you know missed the net a lot. Our our goalie made a few good saves, but nothing spectacular. No, it was and and we know because those seats we had were the second half at least where the loons were defending and we didn't see a lot of action on our end. A couple corner kicks. I did. uh, I can't remember one guy's name was like Harrison on the loon or on the DC United, and he like took he totally flopped like right in front of us, and I was ten feet away. I was like. Harris, you fucking pussy. Like, I was like, I at least got to chirp one soccer player today. I'm like, fucking flop. Like, I'm eight beers deep at this point. Were, there, uh, were, so- were they chirping a lot, the fans? Not oh, really. yeah. They were? Okay. Oh, remember that? Remember that big guy across the way yeah. who kept lighting up the strength and conditioning yes. coach? I was like, yes. Yeah. We were like, that's a soccer guy right like, there. Like, there wasn't a lot of chirping. I feel like there's a lot of polite people there, but there was a few chirping people, and they went hard. Yeah. Okay. Like that guy, yeah, that guy was. I forgot what he was saying, but he was just yelling at that strength well, he, coach. He was yelling at the strength coach, to like put a few of the guys in. He's like, "You won't, no balls. Like you won't put in number eight. Like yeah. eight turns around. He's like, "Please don't put me." In. <laughs> yeah, you guys should have started the Roy Kent chant. Roy Kent, mm. Roy Kent. He's here. He's there. Mm. He's every fucking way. I should have just gotten up and like, this is nothing like Ted Lasso. I just <laughs> walked out. You just had a clipboard too that you could break in half. On oh your knee. yes, but yeah. there was no bad things that happened. As a, as a Loons fan, I didn't see anything that upset me. What was it? Uh, what was the final score? Two rip, I think. Oh, two rip, yeah. two nil. Well, it was both. They did call off a goal. Um, that's why I think I I, I thought it was three nil, hey, but then it was two nil. I didn't I didn't really care at the end of the day who won. Well, I did care that like the loons won, but I just I really didn't want to see a tie. No, I probably would have rather have watched the loons lost than see a tie. Mm-hmm. That would have been. That's what I was scared of. I was, I was terrified of that. I'm like, okay, I'm going here. Not a big soccer or, or football guy. At least see a good game. At least I could see our Minnesota team win, and they they won. Shout out to our friend Tyler for the tickets. Mm -hmm. They were seriously awesome. I am always down to go to a Loons game. I will say that. I'm not a big soccer fan. Love the environment at Allianz. It's a good time. It is. It's a great atmosphere. 10K is proud to be sponsored by Better Edge. Better Edge is a legal online social betting marketplace that allows you to post and engage with other sports betting fans, place no commission positions in an online marketplace, compete in direct head-to-head challenges with hor- horrible bettors such as myself, boss man, and journalist Jake. You can compete in public or private betting competitions, and you can buy or sell positions such as spread over under money line at current market prices use promo code 10k at betteredge.com to win a free 20 dollars when you sign up and verify your id today once again that's t- or that's 10k at b-e-t-t-o-r-e-d-g-e.com to get a free 20 dollars sign up today ladies and gentlemen can we have your attention we have been called up to the big leagues for cup snakes it's we just we just did one in a, cor- a course in may at the saint paul saints game it was our second one minor league baseball we've been called up to the big leagues Minnesota Twins game against the New- Texas Rangers. I was about to say the New York Rangers. That would have been embarrassing. Uh, on Aug- Saturday, August 20th. Well, really quick, that would be tough with Shacharkin behind the mound. I feel yeah. like he, nothing would even get through the infield. No, that would be brutal. Um, anyway, Saturday night, August 20th. I think it's a 6.30 game time. We are doing another cup snake, but this time with the Minnesota Twins. And $5 goes back to the Twins Community Fund, and every ticket purchase has a loaded value. You can get a free beer with every single ticket to help and start help start to contribute to the Cup Snake. Now, if you go on our website, 10ktakesmn.com, there's an events tab. There's a link right there 
for the Cup Snake on August, Saturday, August 20th. You can get your tickets there. And, yeah, it's going to be a great time, fun time. And we've been caught up to the big leagues. We're Help be part of history at our first professional, I should say, organized professional Cup Snake event. Because we did one with the Twins last year, but it was more grassroots. It got Twi- shut down by security. <laughs> yes, the Twins have her back this time. So make sure to buy your tickets. Saturday, August 20th against the Texas Rangers. Cup Snake, home run porch. Get your tickets now. All right, welcome back to It's a Bit. We're going to move into the final segment of the show. One that I'm low-key scared of because of how fucking angry people on the internet get about this topic. We're going to be ranking the best Minnesota sports jerseys of all time. We're going to get chat on, man. Especially if you're over the age of 30. I'm sorry. I'm only I'm only 25. I, I haven't been alive. I wasn't alive in the fucking 70s. I apologize for that. That wasn't up to me. So I didn't get to see. I didn't get to see whatever minor league team that existed here that had awesome jerseys. So I'm just going to give you what's been best during my life. And in doing research for this, I came to realize like the older OG jerseys are definitely like the sickest jerseys. I'm not mm. sure if it's just a style at the time or when they were creating it, but they're so cool. All of them. Yeah. I, I think it is. There's a part of it too, where it's like, we know it's retro kind of like why like reverse retro was a thing with like the why with the, with the entire NHL, because yes. people realize how awesome throwback jerseys are. But we're just gonna rank. Do you guys do? Do you guys do five? Yep, five. Okay, five. We did gonna, five. Do our, we'll start at five and go down to one. We'll do our top five, and we'll go down to one. So let's start with five. We'll just go in a circle here. Journalist Jake, what is your fifth ranked Minnesota, best Minnesota sports jersey of all time? Yeah. So my number five on on the ranking is the University of Minnesota Golden Gopher football team's jersey from nineteen ninety two to nineteen ninety five. I think that was either their home jersey or alternate. I think it was their home. It was the double M Minnesota Gopher jersey, and peep this this jersey was kind of notoriously hated. But I obviously wasn't around when they played with this jersey. But whenever I saw them, I like was it fell in love with these jerseys. I'm like they should try to bring them back. Double M's. They had a gold helmet with that too, like not like the gold helmets you see now. They're kind of yellow now, which are still cool. But it was actual like a Notre Dame gold, like an actual gold gold. So I'm gonna go with that on number five. All right. Wags, what are you going to go with? I'm going to go with the Minnesota Wild. They're OG Forest Green jerseys. I'll show you boys quick just so you can see. Oh, yeah, that was the originals. I, see, I, they're the original green ones, which was that away at the time, the dark jerseys? I thought that was the home. It might be the home, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll show pictures if you're gonna, if you're watching the clip yeah. of this. But like, I just it's retro. I guess it's retro because we grew up with it, and it's also nostalgic. So whenever mm-hmm. I see it, I'm happy. I think of people like Wes Wallace, Marion Gabrick. But what's super underrated about this is I love how like the number font is actually like pine tree. It's like pine tree, like wild font. I don't know. Whenever I think of that, whenever I see that number, I think, oh, that's the wild. There's like, nothing else like uh, than like that font reminds me of the wild. So I'm gonna go with the OG Forest Green jerseys. They need to bring that jersey back. They're dirty, man. They really like are. Well, yeah, that kind of that's kind of pretty close to my number five. I actually have the Minnesota Wild red alternates. Okay, like the okay. Christmas jerseys from, from the mid two thousands. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what happened yeah. to those. I mean, I I know like they remind everyone of like Zach Parisi and Ryan Suter, and I know we're past those days. But I've always liked those red alternates. I don't know what they, they were bold. They stuck out. You know, it, it wasn't just like your light red or like a more festive red. It was like that. It was like that deep, bold, like scarlet red. Yeah, and that was yeah. like the main color of the jersey. And I think it stood out so much because there's no other team that like besides like the Red Wings or something like that that has dark red for their yeah. like, main color, right? Right. There's yeah. Basically, no other relevant team is what you're saying. Yes. Right. No, I always like those jerseys. That's a good pick. Yeah. All right, number four in the Minnesota sports ranking jerseys. Well, this isn't new. Uh, for number four, I had the OG Minnesota Wild 
forest green jerseys because uh, it just reminded me of the uh, of Marion Gabrick and those days of getting into hockey. And with the Wild, we're a new team, but yeah, those that those little fine details, like the classic on the shoulders too, like that the 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 original Minnesota Wild logo, I think, with the crazy font in Wild, that was awesome. And then it just takes me back to the when I had the OG Marion Gabrick green jersey. As Can you well. still buy? You could probably still buy those jerseys somewhere. Oh yeah, over sure, like eBay. Or eBay is the easiest find. to I find sh- them. I yeah. should buy a, a Marion. Get a Dwayne Rollison one. Oh, or Manny Fernandez. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right, uh, my number, or no, Wag, do you go, sorry. Okay, I got the 1973 to 1986 Minnesota Twins road jerseys. Now, if you've, you've always have seen this. They kind of brought them mm-hmm. back recently. They're the baby blue ones, and honestly, these are the best, uh, in my opinion, these are the best jerseys the Twins have ever had. Iconic, totally agree. It's, uh, and I, maybe it's just because, like, we see it and we know it's retro, but honestly, I think um, even today, like, whenever they wear their baby blues, I think it's the sexiest jersey yeah, the no, Twins Yeah, no, they're very nice jerseys. Very good, very good unis. So this one will throw you guys for a little bit of a loop, but for number four, I actually have a current jersey of the Minnesota Golden Gopher football team. I like the all maroon jerseys and pants with the shiny gold helmets. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about. Like, obviously they did something similar where they have like gold pants and maroon jerseys, but I like kind of the all out maroon with just shiny gold. It just the helmets stick out, and uh, I don't know. Maybe it's it's the PJ Fleck era. It's when the Gophers started winning. It might have a more of a psychological tie to it in that mm-hmm. sense because the Gophers don't suck wearing those jerseys. They win bowl games against teams like Auburn, and they win the Axe. So I don't know. I have the current yeah the current Gopher football uniforms, the gold helmets. Yeah, and that's kind of controversial because that the style has definitely changed since the Jerry Kill era. But that that kind of style started with Jerry Kill because he went away from the Tim Brewster. They had like the stripes that went down, uh, like. By the nipples, I should say. I should, this is a description. Uh, people know that from Tim Brewster, Eric Decker days, but it's uh, those jerseys are very sexy, yes. Also, and I'm sorry if you guys have it on your list because I'm just about to insult you, but remember when the Gophers went through their silver era? Where they wore like gray, or gray. jerseys? Like just recently? Yeah. I think was, they still do that for alternates, do, like for a crazy stuff. Yeah, and, and believe it or not, they did that, I think, in the mid-2000s with Glenn Mason a couple for a couple games. And it wasn't received well. No. Um, and they're okay now, but it's yeah. – I, I like the I like the all gold or all yellow. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're, you're, you're throwing in another logo that's not even part of the logo – yeah. another color that's not part of the logo. See, one thing I remember about the gray jerseys, though, is they had, like, custom helmets for those uniforms, too, and those helmets were awesome. The helmets were sweet. Yeah. Like I'll the reflective gold. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what you're probably talking yeah, about, same, the reflective that's, that's, gold. That's the same okay, helmet. Okay, yeah. Same helmet. Dirty. Except they just use gray, yep. which was weird. Yep. Um, all right, uh, let's go number three. Number three in the all Minnesota jerseys ranking. Jake. Yeah, so now we're in the top three. So this is more of the nostalgia factor. This is the Minnesota Twins. Although I, I do love the blue jerseys. I'm just going with like kind of the the classic pinstripe Minnesota yes. Twins home jerseys Those from 1987 to 2009. Just, I mean, they look so generic, but they have like a, a kind of a nostalgic baseball feel in general. Just seeing Twins across the you know across the chest with the pinstripes all the way down. It just says Doug Minkiewicz, Corey Kosky all over it, and Eddie Gordado, and and Johan Santana, Justin Morneau. It's just a, it had a very classic feel to the uniform. They're not trying to overdo it or anything like that, which a lot of teams have done in recent years. There's just a a sense of just I don't know calmness and just uniformity 
well, in those jerseys. And those were the style of jerseys they retired in the Metrodome for former players. I remember mm-hmm. they were all the pinstripe ones yeah. up, up in center field at the top. So And they won their championships in those jerseys. They did. So they that's did. What, when I picture like twins winning championships, I picture those jerseys, obviously. And that's probably why, like in reality, people are going to be like, are you kidding me? The blue ones are way better. And, you know, maybe style-wise, maybe so. But there's a cycle. Uh, there's a lot more in, that go into uniforms than just solely looks if there was a category if, if you there was actual rating system and to be an expert in and rate uniforms i feel like looks would just be one of five mm-hmm. essentially the wild could come out wearing blaze orange all next year and if they won a cup we'd be in love with those uniforms mm-hmm. yep. in, in a couple of years there's a there's other factors Absolutely. that go into a you know good uniform wags what's your number three i'm gonna go with the timberwolves original og blue jerseys when they first uh when they first oh, joined the yes. NBA, they have not released better jerseys since. I know um, they have like a Prince themed one, which is pretty cool. They have like the MPLS baby blue one, which is also pretty cool. But just there's nothing better than the OGs. And again, it's just like a sick blue jersey with wolves across the chest and green font. But there's something so clean and so like sick about these. Yeah, it's it's weird because like going back to like using a color that's not in your logo, that's kind of what the wolves did with those like lime green ones. Yeah. Like the wolves went through a huge lime green. I mean, they're still in kind of like a lime green era. I know there's a lot of pullovers with that. I don't know where we ever got that color from. Maybe it's supposed to be hip and fresh. There's like, there's a, there's a whole science behind marketing and branding that go into like making uniforms. And I don't understand any of it. No, neither do I. I would, uh, I do not envy the people who are like, we're going to create a new Jersey. Like, cause like odds are there's like 90% of like chance that you're going to get it wrong and everyone's going to hate it. The only two times I've ever seen like a team change their like name or logo or even like an expansion team come out where everyone loved it. were both the Knights and the Kraken. Yeah. Like I've never heard complaints about either of those in terms of branding and colors, but everything else, every other Jersey change I've seen, every name change, like the commanders and the guardians, that was both, those are both disasters. It's pretty rare that, yeah, someone comes up with something and people don't hate it. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, especially the Guardians. I have, uh, that has not struck me at all. Like, it's not made an impact. I, like, I do not recognize them as the Guardians yet. No. They got to do a better job of marketing. But, by the way, side story, I know we're ranking jerseys. Did you guys see, I think it was on Saturday, the Guardians ran out of hot dog buns at five o'clock uh, during the fifth <laughs> mm-hmm. inning? Yes. And uh, I said, that's why they'll never take the lead on the Twins in the no. AL Central. That's true. So you run out of the very, you, the, the, soul. the food of baseball. You run out of it. Well, other than pathetic peanut, peanuts and cracker jacks, peanuts and cracker jacks. Per but. the lyrics of "Take Me Out to the Ball Game," whatever. All right, uh, my third is already been said, but it's the Twins baby blue throwbacks. There uh, you go. I actually did. I used to have a Rod Carew one. It was like a child's medium. And then uh, back when we started 10K before the pandemic, back when we just no one even knew who we were, I went to Twins Fest wearing it. This was back when I was both a little chubbier and it was in the winter, so I was wearing a thick sweatshirt under it, and I actually ripped it. So I had to throw it away in the Cowboy Jacks garbage because there were so many holes, and I tried to fit a child's medium Rod Carew baby throwback blue twins jersey on and, and it and it tore but i did own one for a little while so. yeah when i picture rod crew i picture him in that baby blue jay it looks you know, so sick one of the Harmon best hitters Killebrew. of all time oh the golden era the but golden yeah, era I, I did the twins baby blue throwbacks as well but i'm gonna double that up i i do like pinstripes as well just as much mm-hmm. so they're, they're amazing i think the reason why i picked them ultimately is that that's what they wore when i grew up watching the, twins, the twins have never really put out a bad jay never no, I know there are people really. who disagree, but I think that's a fair take. I've never seen a Twins jersey where I'm like, gross. Dude, their spring training jerseys in 07 <laughs> suck. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Fucking hell. All right. Bloody hell. Uh, all right, let's go number two. Top two, Journalist Jake. Number two is more because of this is when I was really into the team, is early 2000s blue Timberwolves jerseys, just the generic blue so ones. So that's the, the one he's talking about? Nope, he's the OG, like oh. 1989, yeah. which are still very cool. I'm talking about the... 
era of Kevin Garnett in the early two thousands with the with the with the pine trees around the neck, like in the Timberwolves, uh, you know, the Timberwolves font, the crazy Timberwolves font yep. across the 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 chest, and then the the, the numbers are kind of in a theme of like the OG Minnesota Wild jerseys, where the numbers so it's were kind of tree style, again. tree style, and uh, just just outstanding jerseys. I own myself a I had a Kevin Garnett blue jersey myself. They were they were unbelievable. Like they're some of the most oh, the yeah, coolest yeah, jerseys I've ever seen in my life. Yep. And yep, those yep. ones right yeah. there. It, you, you those go, are just unreal to me. You go back to some of these designs, and then you you look at what they're doing today, and you almost feel like they're trying too hard. I know. Yeah. yeah. Go back to this. I know. Like yeah, everything back here was really simple, but the designs were all clean. And, I know. And we were almost winning championships back then. <laughs> almost <laughs> as close as we can get. So we'll fucking take yeah, it. Yeah, we went to the conference finals in these jerseys. Like, right. come on, man. Right. Wags, what do you got? You're number I'm, two. I'm going to go, and you, I don't think any of you guys will have this one. I'm going with the Minnesota Moose jersey. For those who don't know, when the North Stars left, the next year, a team in the IHL moved over to Minnesota called the Minnesota Moose, and they have some unreal jerseys. Let me show you guys. Yeah, it's essentially a it's, a it's a cartoon moose. Oh, yeah. And it says, yeah, Minnesota Moose. I don't know. This is one of the... Wow. Yeah, this is a sick one that you'd feel like you'd Smooth. see. Like early, this looks like an early yeah. 2000s MLB uniform. He's got uniform, the little hot yeah. stick. He's got the gloves. Just the level of detail. Yep. And the only reason I know about the Minnesota Moose is because my grandparents were season ticket holders. So in oh, 19, wow. four, from 1994 to 1996, they went to like almost every single game. So when I was growing up, my grandpa, my grandparents gave me a sweatshirt and stuff like that. So yeah, I just have a lot of fond memories of the Minnesota Mo- uh, Moose. They left or they, when they came in here in 1994 it was to replace the North Stars in the IHL. Eventually, which was, which was the what was the IHL? Was it like an alternate league to the NHL or Interna- was it a junior league? No, it's an international hockey league. It's a pro league. It ended up uh, folding, and then most of the teams in it, including the Minnesota Moose, who moved to Manitoba at the time, went to the AHL. Oh, okay, yeah, because yeah. they're the they're the Manitoba Moose now. Yeah, they are still. The, yeah, they're, they're so, still around, but they're a Manitoba Moose. So yeah. the uh, Minnesota fans had more options than just college hockey when the Wild were out. Yeah, right? they, they did, mean, but like it's not I doubt these games are televised no. or anything. And looking oh. at their record, they weren't uh, they're not super great, but again, the the cartoon moose is just such a cool logo. So I'm going to go with that. That's awesome. two. But as self-proclaimed hockey guys, you guys know if we were like the age we are now during this time, we'd be going to those games and just getting smashed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, my my grandpa said like uh, it's 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 like kind of like minor league sports where like you know in between periods and stuff they just had like the most clown stuff going on. Yeah, like people throwing pies at each other for entertainment and if, stuff. If they were half as good as the Saints, I would have been about it. Yeah, I'll say that. Okay, um, my number two is actually the Timberwolves original black jerseys from the Garnett era. So the exact everything that you said about the blue ones, I liked about the I liked yep. both of them. But I always think of like the famous pictures of KG wearing those jerseys in black. And yeah, going back to the, I even wrote down the pine trees around the the shoulders, around mm-hmm. the arms, around the bottom. It's beautiful. Just the level of detail they put into those, and just, just kind of like because I feel like we've gotten away from this concept of the wilderness. You know, especially with the new Timberwolves jerseys, it's always like MSP or, you know, there's like always like, mm-hmm. a, I guess like the, there are the black Timberwolves jerseys now have like the North Star above it, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But we've kind of gotten away from those rugged. What? Well, I can understand recently why we got away from the wilderness because uh, one of their associate coaches in the NAHL, the Minnesota Wilderness, was accused of some pretty fucked up oh, things. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess you could you could tie those two stories together. That's yes. not, a bad, not a bad idea from a PR perspective. All right, number one pick, and this is crazy because we all might have the same one. I think we might, but I'm interested to see if we do. So we'll start off with you, Jake. Uh, yeah, you probably do. I, I assume one of us does. The Minnesota North Star jersey. Yeah, that's yep, mine. That's my number Just one. Just nostalgic. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it encapsulates. Minnesota perfectly can't beat it and 
it's just the green and everything. Beautiful. It's just beautiful. Yep. The yep. color scheme. It's one. I think one of the. I'm I'm biased, obviously, but I think it's one of the best hockey jerseys of all time. Biggest mistake is selling the rights to that all to the logo, to the jersey, to everything, to the Dallas Stars, or at least letting them take it. It should have stayed in Minnesota. Well, and look how popular the reverse retro branding was. Yeah. you know, in in the COVID year, it was I'm not- sure some people are like, "How do you guys not have the reverse retros in this?" You know. Yeah, yeah. No, I I figured that was going to be all of our number yeah. ones, but um. Yeah. Well, now that we being that we didn't go around a couple honorable mentions that I didn't want I wanted to mention the Minneapolis Laker jerseys were yes. pretty clean to MPLS which yeah. the baby, Timberwolves have done it kind of baby blue and yellow baby right? blue and yellow yeah so I got them pulled up here so those yeah, are yeah. kind of that and then gopher basketball jerseys have always been pretty clean like I kind of pulled up this this image from the 1990 uh elite eight team uh they went to the elite eight like you're oh, gonna yeah. see oh, part of it dirty. but th- they had this Minnesota cross and maroon and like they had a white outline on them like I'm gonna come. Like so, <laughs> Gopher basketball has always had what clean about, jerseys. What about Gopher football? All gold, gold color rush. The gold color one is pretty good. I, I still wear those like once a year. Yes, and I did like the the Tim Brewster era jerseys a little bit because that's when I first really got into them and had season tickets. Marquise Gray, Adam Weber, Eric Decker with the kind of like little pinstripe even, gold pinstripe. Dude, even just the current wild jerseys, like the the mm-hmm. the, the color scheme is great on the on the forest green. Ooh. It's just yeah. it's hard to beat those. Like I I just bought my first ever authentic one. Yes, congrats to me on being an adult and not buying a jersey from China. They're great. Like I it's just sitting in my closet right now and I'm just so excited to wear it during the year. Like you can't beat even the current wild jerseys. Dude, I will never not buy my jersey from China. <laughs> it's so much cheaper. There's so much like they're not nicer, obviously, but they're just so much cheaper. And like people get the message you're trying to send. I know. Mm-hmm. I, know. I I just felt like spoiling myself. <laughs> I, I just know right now, and I want to get it. Is we're gonna get a lot of quote unquote feedback for no uh, for no one including any Vikings jerseys. The Viking, yeah. Yeah. and and they have had some really dope jerseys. I just don't think that if there was a top ten list, if we rank top ten, I. Three of my five through ten would probably be Vikings jerseys, well, but they just don't. They no, nothing stood out to me. I like their new schemes. Like their scheme is okay, but it's just kind of basic to me. I don't. I don't mind their um their color rush jerseys. Purple I, and they, yellow. Yeah, they stood out really well. Their darker uh, color rush. See, ones. and I thought I yeah. was going to be the only one who didn't select one just because you guys are Vikings fans. Yeah, and just like uh, again, we've just had. I think. We actually have had really good logos like the past 30, 40 years here in Minnesota. So we're kind of lucky there. Minnesota Vikings, they also don't like, uh, at least in their recent jerseys, I feel like they're getting away from like the Viking logo itself. Yeah. And they're just well, trying to simplify things, kind of like, I guess, the old jerseys. Yeah. I The one thing, the, the Viking jerseys I hate are when they were like dark purple, like really dark purple. I did Remember like that? these when like AP yeah, was kind of like a yeah. rookie. Like yep. they kind of had like the, a little more was, yellow. In there them. was kind of a lot going on, but like the AP 07 Jersey era was okay. The Dante Culpep early two thousands. They were kind of, they were a little bland. Did they ever do, did they ever do helmets with the V on them? Wasn't that for like a year? I thought that was like old. That old might time be the sixties or even before the NFL. Okay. Well, I thought they had like a throwback Jersey with that one year. I'm not sure, but. All right, well, folks, we're going to put out a graphic as well, ranking the best jerseys in a poll. I'm excited to see the kind of feedback, as journalist Jake said, that we're going to get on that. But thanks, guys, for listening to another episode of It's a Bit. As a reminder, sign up for the golf tournament and get your tickets for the Twins Cup Snake. They're actually within two days of each other, so make a whole fucking weekend out of it if you, you can want. become best friends with us that weekend. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and we have a special guest that we'll be announcing that's going to be joining us, a celebrity guest for the Cup Snake, flying in from another area of the country, we'll say that, to join us. 
So keep posted on that. Follow us on all social medias, 10K Takes. Listen to our other pods. Listen to us on KFan. Go to the uh, go to the website, 10KTakesMN.com, and read the blogs. And also, we'll see you at the 3M this week. Like we said, Thursday, we're wearing the caddy suits. We're going to look like idiots. We're going to ask you golf questions for free drinks if you're 21. Thanks to Grey Duck. So hopefully we see you at the golf tournament. And I uh, hope everyone has a great week.